0: Hey, friends, before we start the show, I want to let you know about a non-toxic beauty summit happening free online March 9th through the 15th. Listen, as women, we are putting over 515 toxic chemicals on our body every single day. Our children, our babies are being born with over 200 toxic chemicals in them before they ever take their first breath. Toxins are the number one thing that age us. In the summit, there's going to be over 50 experts coming to you, telling you how to identify toxins and beauty products and procedures, how to transition to self-love and body acceptance, using diet and detox to build your beauty, and how to age gracefully both inside and out. Grab your free registration at bit.ly forward slash summit welcome back I'm so glad you guys are tuning in if you are a first-time listener make sure you hit that subscribe button so that you don't miss out in any episodes we are now producing content twice a week So we have episodes coming out on Mondays and Thursdays. So don't want to miss any of those. We can help you live that toxin-free lifestyle. You can also connect with me on Facebook. We've got a group, The Toxin-Free Lifestyle, where we share helpful tips and tricks on how to go about this journey because we're all on the journey supporting each other. You know, earlier this week on Monday, we had an interview with Diane Kayser. She is the founder, founder of the Non-Toxic Beauty Summit. And she's got over 50 experts coming on to talk to us about toxins in our beauty care and personal care items, as well as experts that are going to be sharing different modalities, things about topical beauty, injections. You know, we spend so much money as women just trying to get that elusive whatever society tells us beauty should be. And so there's going to be so many speakers. And and my personal opinion obviously we want to make sure that we're looking you know good on the outside but it really comes from the inside first and we want to be good on the inside first so that that beauty can shine through. But today I wanted to give you some tips about beauty and personal care before we load in and that summit, It is March 9th through the 15th. It is a free online seminar. And the link if you want to register for free is just bit.ly forward slash summit 202. You can go in and register for free. You'll get some free gifts just for registering when you go in there. And then you will be getting the information daily as that summit progresses along. Now, if you're the kind of person that you just want all in, once you get registered, there is an option because that's a lot of experts coming at you in a week. We all know we've got lives out there, right? So if you want, you can purchase the summit and have everything to listen at your own leisure. And you can get that through your registration link as well. So beauty and personal care products, we've talked about over 515 synthetic chemicals. That's what's estimated as women we are putting on our bodies every single day. That's not just in a lifetime, that's every single day, our exposures. They have done studies now where they have found over 250 chemicals in the blood of unborn children. This is before they ever take a breath. I share that with you because we as women, what we're using on our bodies, if we're of childbearing years and we are doing this while we are pregnant, we're exposing our children, our unborn children to these toxins as well. Okay, so now we know, right, there's a lot of bad stuff out there, right? We know we don't want to be exposing ourselves, but Amy, tell us, what can we do? Well, let's talk about, I kind of picked kind of top four. Top four that when we're talking, especially beauty and personal care, skin care, these are the ones that really jump out at me. So first of all, are parabens. Well, what are they? First of all, the parabens are actually several distinct chemicals with a similar molecular structure. Several are common in a wide array of cosmetic and personal care products: ethyl paraben, butyl paraben, isobutyl paraben, isopropyl paraben, methyl paraben. Anything paraben at the end is considered a paraben. You'll find these in shampoos, in conditioners, lotions, facial and shower cleansers, and scrubs is where you're going to find most of your parabens at. Why? What's the health concern behind a paraben? Well, they are considered an endocrine disruptor. They cause cancer. They also have a developmental and reproductive toxicity. So certainly something that we don't want uh, in our lives. And the most vulnerable population for parabens are pregnant women and young children. Again, remember, they're an endocrine disruptor. So, you know, we're having a hard time getting pregnant. Our home runs are all over the place. This might be why. And developmental and reproductivity toxicity. So our young children, these are things that we don't want them exposed to because they're in that developmental point. Some forms of parabens have been banned in Denmark in cosmetics products for children up to three years old. So how do you avoid? You're going to want to look for products labeled paraben-free. And I know if you're like me, I don't buy anything at the supermarket anymore or over the counter. But if I'm there, I've been kind of paying attention to the labels and you'll see a lot more saying paraben-free. Read the ingredient list on the labels to avoid products with parabens. Again, we're looking for Propyl paraben, IC-butyl paraben, isopropyl paraben, ethyl paraben, butyl paraben, methyl paraben, words like that. We don't want that in the products. Many natural and organic cosmetic manufacturers have found effective alternatives to use in place of parabens. Parabens are used as a preservative. That's what their function is. So there are much better options that are safer for us. All right, the next ingredient we want to talk about in our beauty and skincare is phthalates. So phthalates are a similar chemical structure and are widely used in consumer products. We want to look for phthalate, the initials D as in David, E, P as in Paul, B as in Boyd, P as in Paul, D, E, H, P, and fragrance. Fragrance can contain phthalates. They're found in color cosmetics, fragranced lotions, body washes, and hair care products, nail polishes, and nail treatments. That's where we'll find phthalates. The health concerns are that there are endocrine disruptions they developmental and reproductive toxicity, and they are cancer-causing. The most vulnerable populations, again, are pregnant women and breastfeeding mothers. So if you are in that population, you are the most vulnerable. So regulations, DBP and DEHP have both been banned in cosmetics sold in Europe not quite here in the US. So read your labels on your nail products. Choose options that don't contain D as in David, B as in boy, P as in Paul. Some nail product labels indicate they are phthalate free. Products that list fragrance on the label should be avoided to prevent any exposure to phthalates. So there is another one. Phthalates. Fragrance is a big one, guys. So many products list the word fragrance on the label, but very few name all the specific ingredients within that. The word fragrance itself could contain literally hundreds of chemicals in there. They don't have to. Companies don't have to include what the ingredients are because they're considered a oh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's protected. A proprietary trade secret is what is considered because if they do list that out, then anybody could replicate that fragrance that they are having. While most fragrance chemicals are not disclosed, we do know that some are linked to serious health problems such as cancer, reproductive and developmental toxicity, allergies and sensitivities. Clearly, we need more regulation here. Fragrances are found in most personal care products, including sunscreen, shampoo, soap, body wash, deodorant, body lotion, makeup, facial cream, skin toner, serums, exfoliating scrub. Let me just say Everything that you use in a beauty sense and a personal care probably has fragrance in it. So you're gonna look for the words fragrance, perfume. P-E-R-F-U-M-E, and Parfume, P-A-R-F-U-M. Essential oil blend, unless they're detailing what they're using, a lot of companies are hiding the fact that they're using fragrances, claiming it to be a natural botanical, a essential oil blend. You know, essential oil seems to be a hot topic and saying that, but you don't know what that includes unless you know and trust your source of that. Aroma, anything that has aroma in it as well. Okay, so we talked about the health concerns are, oh my word, there are so many health concerns. I really can't read them all on this list. I'm going to give you my sources here in a minute. Of the 3,059 ingredients that are possible to be included in fragrance, some have evidence linking them to health effects, including cancer, reproductive toxicity, allergies, and sensitivities. So Fragrance could include any combination of 3059 chemicals that is crazy to me. Vulnerable populations are everybody, especially pregnant women and infants and If you've been following any of my information, you know I've posted out there that fragrance is actually considered the new secondhand smoke. It is considered that dangerous. People who are exposed to a lot of fragrance in their work, for instance, and in their environment have found to have higher incidence and rates of cancer coming from that even more so than secondhand smoke it's absolutely crazy there's so much research and study on it now so if you're somebody who suffers from any kind of neurological issues like I did you know headaches migraines you know attention deficit disorders autism any kind of focus you know neurological fragrance is one of the first things that you want to get and remove out of your house now the last one I'm going to talk about is one for dioxane now this one, you don't find 1,4-dioxane on its own. It is actually a, it comes from the combination of different chemicals. So it's generated through a process called ethyl in in which ethylene oxide, a known breast carcinogen, is added to other chemicals to make them less harsh. So when two chemicals are combined, then you get the 1,4-dioxane. It is a known carcinogenic. It is found in products that create suds. So things that have suds, shampoo, soaps, bubble baths, hair relaxers, laundry soaps, you know, toothpaste, dish soap. If it suds up, it probably has 1,4-dioxane in it. So what do you want to look for on the label? Sodium laureth, L-A-U-R-E-T-H sulfate, P-E-G compounds, P as in Paul, E as in Edward, G as in George. Chemicals that include the clauses xyl, cedareth, S-C-E-T-E-A-R-E-T-H, and oleth, O-L-E-T-H. And sometimes sodium lauryl sulfate is labeled sodium lauryl, not laureth, but lauryl sulfate, and sometimes it's labeled S-L-S, just the initials. Vulnerable populations, again, are pregnant women, infants, and teenagers. They have been banned in cosmetics in Canada. So kudos to Canada for banning that. So how do we avoid them? The FDA does not require 1,4-dioxane to be listed as an ingredient on product labels because the chemical is a contaminant produced during manufacturing. Without labeling, there's no way to know for certain whether a product contains 1,4-dioxane, making it difficult for consumers to avoid it. Alternative process to exothylation do exist, but many companies don't take advantage of it. Vacuum stripping can remove 1,4-dioxane from an exhalated product. or manufacturers can skip the process and use less harsh ingredients. Organic standards do not allow ethyl exilation at all, and some conventional companies such as Johnson & Johnson have agreed to alter the process that results in this contamination. I can't tell you for sure if the products that are on the shelves today are considered part of that. A study by the Organic Consumer Association shows that 1,4-dioxane is non-existent in a variety of cosmetics certified under the USDA National Organic Program. So it might be a good one. Therefore, a good way to avoid this exposure is to buy products under that signal. I'm gonna give you some resources here. So a couple of resources are ewg.org. That's the environmentalworkinggroup.org. So it's E as in Edward, W as in White, G as in George, Org, O-R-G. If you go onto their website, they will show you what these symbols, these bursts look like that can be put onto product labels the USDA National Organic Program, and they'll give you what they think of these births because there's some really strange things happening in our product labeling right now and what they're being allowed to put onto products. So there's a lot of greenwashing happening, a lot of words that are being used that aren't really true. So go to ewg.org and you can see what the labels are, what they mean, and so how you can determine whether a product is safe for you or not. They also have an app that's free to download on your phone called Healthy Living. When you input a product or scan a barcode, it will tell you the safety rating that EWG gives for that product to have in your home. There's also another free app called Think Dirty. It's another one that you can download free that you can scan or type in your personal care products and it will give you a rating from 1 to 10 of what that scores and a safety rating and also tells you why. Why they gave you a one to three is considered safe. And I would use anything that rates a one to three in there. Anything above that, I'm not going to bring in my home. And it'll tell you why. Why did it score a five, a six, a seven? What's in it that's making it score high like this? The other website I would encourage you to check out is called safecosmetics.org fantastic resource for finding out what studies are out there, what research is going on, what kind of legislation is happening right now to help protect us women consumers here in the U.S. So, I'll leave you with just a couple more thoughts here. Number one, if you want to know what your toxic risk exposure is within the four walls of your home, you can get my free assessment and take that. It might open your eyes a little bit and you can get that at bit.ly forward slash toxin risk. So just type that in bit.ly forward slash toxin risk. That's a T-O-X-I-N risk. And you can take my free assessment and take a look at what exposures you have in your home. Also, if you wanna know what I use, I have changed out all of my personal care and beauty products to 100% safe products for me and my family. And if you want to know what I'm using within the four walls of my home, go over to my website, carlson.com. And there is a link to click on to chat with me. It's a free 20-minute chat. I'll be happy to discuss it with you, let you know what I like, what I don't like, And what I have found that's worked for me and I've tried a lot of different things over the last seven years and I'm happy to share that with you so that you can start on your removal and replacement of good products in your home. Until next time, you guys, remember we are just one small step away from renewed health. You guys are having a blessed day and don't forget to join us on our Facebook group at the Toxin-Free Lifestyle where I share more on living this lifestyle. And I sure would appreciate it if you would give us a rating and review that helps us to be heard by more. You guys have a blessed afternoon.
1: That's all for this episode of The Toxin Terminator. And we hope we've helped you remove the hidden toxins in your life for renewed health. If you're looking to continue your journey towards full rejuvenation, reach out to Amy directly by visiting amycarlson.com for your own one-on-one chat session, as well as your free toxic risk assessment. That's A-I-M-E-E carlson.com. And remember, you are just one small change away from renewed health.